Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Not only does Rob Brown talk real loud, he listens real loud, too. I had to reach over and yank that volume knob (laughs) to the left. You know, that is that is some straight self-destructive behavior on all of our parts. If you realize all of us working in radio, we have to wear headsets all the time, which means our voices are going back into our own ears and causing our own deafness. Yeah, let that sink in for a minute. We are literally destroying ourselves in more ways than a lot of us would care to mention. It's offsides with Diesel and Brandon today, our fourth, our fifth and final day of this setup. Mark Ryan back on Tuesday with myself. We're off on Monday for President's Day. So you got one more day of the dynamic duo doing it in here in the Fan Upstate Studios here at the uh, Palatial, Palatial Odyssey Upstate Building, 25 Garlington Road in Greenville. You know, I, I, I invited all of you. On Tuesday, as it was a Fat Tuesday, to come by the station and flash your man boobs at the window. I mean, it don't have to be man boobs. They could be lady boobs, too, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> we will accept all types here, but nobody did. So, you know what? I'm going to open it up again for today. If you're listening, if you're in the area and you're brave, swing on by. Just throw something at the window so that we know that, <laughs> that you're out there. And we'll it, see it, but we won't hear it. <laughs> yeah. It's Offsides, the fan upstate, 71307. Start your text with keyword fan. If you want to be a part of the show today, that's one of the best ways for you to get in. And truthfully, that's how most of you choose to interact with our shows. So few people will pick up the phone and call anymore. What are you, scared? What are you, chicken? Marty McFly didn't like being called chicken. <laughs> Somehow you guys are okay with being called chicken. But you, you text in, and that's that's better than not being uh, involved at all. It's better than just listening and being like, nah, nah, not going to respond to that guy anymore. 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. That is the renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas Fan Phone. 844-326-3663. That is how you can be a part of the show today. Want to start off by talking about a damned American hero. I want you to learn this name. I want you to put this name in the back of your head and hopefully aspire to be more like this guy. His name is Paul Contreras. Paul Contreras. Remember that name. He was there on the ground in Kansas City as the violence broke out the other day. And he stopped one of the suspects, as he tried to flee the scene. He wasn't a good guy with a gun who stopped a bad guy with a gun. He was just a good guy. He's the guy, and if you've seen the footage, it's kind of all over the social media world right now, you know, as it should be. 
We should be recognizing heroes like this. He is uh, the guy who stopped one of the assailants in the immediate aftermath after a fight turned deadly during the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl 58 celebration parade. I think this guy deserves a Super Bowl ring. Who's with me? Who's with me? Who would give Paul Contreras the hero, not the hero, one of the heroes of that event? Who thinks that guy deserves a Super Bowl ring? I do. Both my hands are raised. I do. Loud and proud here, sir. There's so many details, you know, emerging. This is an active investigation, and everybody wants to point back to a moment in time when they're looking back at a tragic scene uh, reporting and say, oh, well, way back then they were saying this, and they were wrong, so everything they say about this is wrong. Like, you guys realize this is a developing story. All of this is developing, and you would hope, hope, that the media doesn't make assumptions about what happens at these events, but sometimes it happens. You make the assumptions, and then you state opinions based on the information you have at hand at the time. But details continue to emerge around that shooting in Kansas City that ended with one person dead, 22 more injured, including nine kids. And the woman who was killed was a 43-year-old radio DJ named Lisa Lopez Galvan. Prayers out to her family and everybody who's just, I mean, thousands of people are going to be traumatized and not want to go out to public events again because of what happened. Kansas City PD Chief Stacy Graves emphasized that the attack on Wednesday afternoon was not a homegrown terrorism event or violent extremism. It appeared to be, this is a quote, appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. That's what she said yesterday in a press conference. Two of the three suspects are juveniles. This is information uh, coming directly from the reporting. The department has 24 hours to either charge them or release them. Now, I know Mongo is going to have a very passionate feeling and opinion about that. Tw- only 24 hours to charge or release them. You better damn not release them. Charge them and figure it out later. You let these three punk kids go, you're probably never getting them back. We have suspects that are detained, says Kansas City PD Chief Stacy Graves. We are working to determine the involvement of others, and it should be noted that we have recovered several firearms. This incident is still a very active investigation. Here in cut number two, Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas says despite having all of the security that they had, and I know a lot of people are questioning, well, how could this happen? How could this happen with security on site? He said, it doesn't matter how much security you have, it's always a risk. Mayor, how scared? You had over 800 officers deployed to work this parade, to work outside of Union Station, and still in a matter of moments, 22 people were shot. I mean, that's that's what happens with guns. I won't get in a big debate right now. I think we're still doing an investigation. But, I mean, what you saw happen was why people talk about guns a lot. We had over 800 officers there, staffed, situated all around Union Station today. We had security in, in any number of places, eyes on top of buildings and beyond. And there still is a risk to people. And I think that's something that all of us who are our parents, who are just regular people living each day, 
have to decide what we wish to do about it. Yeah, you would hope that 800 security officers there on site would have been enough to deter two, three, whatever it may end up being. As, a, as of right now, it's three idiots from getting into a fight, pulling out guns and starting to shoot. You would think. And I don't know what level of security this event, this parade had going into it, you know? I mean, I, I can imagine that there are vigilant officers who are trained to spot certain things. Like, if you're a concealed carrier, sometimes you can spot somebody else who's a concealed carrier. You look at, like, the likelihood there's a good chance, based on the way this person looks, profile, that they may be concealed carrying. Like, you can, you can kind of get an idea. It's not perfect. It's not 100%, but you can get an idea. And you, I'm sure they had the, these officers all over the place looking for that. But until something happens, like, they're not frisking everybody on their way in, which is why I asked the question yesterday. Are you comfortable? Would you be comfortable with a level of security that we haven't seen at an event like this before to ensure your safety? Would you be comfortable with essentially airport levels of security to ensure that you're safe at an event like that? Because that's kind of what it would take. You know, those 800 officers, I'm sure all fantastic at their jobs. They didn't catch it. They didn't catch that these two, three punk kids had a weapon on them. And they, you know, they were essentially there to react after the fact, after it already started. But, you know, again, Paul Contreras, this guy is an absolute American hero, deserves all of your respect and all of your admiration. He's the guy who tackled one of the assailants. Here he is on uh, CNN with Aaron Burnett describing the moment that he snapped into action. I just heard somebody yelling to stop this guy, tackle him, and he was coming in the opposite direction. So I just, you don't think about it. It's just a reaction. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Cause as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. So I take him down and I'm putting all, all my, body weight on him and then another good Samaritan comes over and is helping me because I kind of got him high and the other guy gets him around his waist and we're just putting our weight on him and he's just fighting to get up but we're we're fighting to keep him down and another Samaritan comes over and puts his weight on us and we're waiting for the cops to show up they finally well they get there and uh the second cop gets there, the third cop gets there, then they pretty much take over. And we, I, 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 I'm standing there for about a minute or two. You know, me and the cops didn't even have like one or two words, you know. Wow. Once they had him and got him cuffed, I sat there for two minutes with all my three daughters. And then we just, we, we walked away, we, we headed toward our car. Flag on the play, 15 yards for a chop block. He said it himself, I went high, somebody else went low. (laughs) 
Now, this guy is absolutely an American hero and deserves all the respect and admiration uh, that we can heap on this guy. He he could have saved lives. He definitely helped them put this guy into custody. So congratulations to him. And like, you know, he said it himself. It's like, I, I wasn't there to be a hero. I just reacted. It just happened. 71307, start your text with keyword fan. What, the, what what should the Chiefs do for this guy? Like, like be realistic here, okay? Don't say, like, give him a million dollars. No, like, what should the Chiefs do for this guy? I, I really, truly believe that they should do something for him, whether that means giving this guy a Super Bowl ring, that would be awesome. Whether that means, you know, making him an honorary player for a day, you know, for the full gamut, tour of the building, time to hang out with Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, and... And Coach Reed, all of them. I think he deserves something like that. He was there as a Chiefs fan, so congratulations to him, and thank you to Paul Contreras for doing what you did. 71307, start your text with keyword fan. Texter says, uh, Diesel, JD here, would love to say happy birthday to Trip, my oldest son, who's turning four years old today. Wow, man, four years old. Pretty soon he's going to be 18. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying, yes, get him out of the house. Now, Tripp's a good kid, man. Uh, happy birthday to Tripp. Met him a couple times here. Texter says they've already charged them with illegal possession of a firearm. Okay, I hadn't seen that yet. Uh, so they can no longer be released. Good. Good. I don't like this 24-hour thing, especially in such a massive investigation like this. So good. Texter said go arrest the parents also. That's never talked about, the parents that raise these kids. That's interesting that you bring that up, Texter. There's some precedent for this, and apologies because I'm gonna get I'm gonna have to be very general here because I can't remember the specifics as you just brought this up. Uh, I listened to a true crime podcast and they were talking about uh, a parent of a school shooter. I believe it was in Michigan or Minnesota, Michigan, who is now being charged with negligence in in the school shooting. So, you know, the kid apparently very uh, vocally and very obviously called out for help, was crying out for help, uh, was making it very obvious that he was troubled, and the mother did absolutely nothing. So now she's being charged as well because she was a, a deadbeat mom who didn't help out, who didn't pay attention, who didn't get her son the help that he needed. So you guys were like, it's always, it's these kids, it's these kids. A lot of times it's the parents too. Texer says, whatever happened to throwing hands when you get in a fight, guns made people soft. Yeah, man, this ain't the 1940s and 50s and 60s anymore where the gym teacher would find out the two kids were fighting in math class, pull them aside and give them some boxing gloves. So you got 10 minutes to figure this thing out. After that point, you guys aren't bringing this up again. You know, it's a lot easier to, to go to the hospital and fix a broken nose than it is a bullet wound to the gut. Texer says, hear him out, lunch with Mahomes and Kelsey and lifetime tickets. I could get down with I that. Can, I'm down with that, too, the lifetime tickets. Heck, yeah, tickets. man. I could get down with that. Here it is. Ethan Crumbly's mom. She was found guilty sentencing in March. Thank you, Texter. I, I knew that I had, like, some vague general details on that story. But in the heat of, you know, it just kind of popped into my head. I didn't have time to go and and pull all the data on that one. So thank you so much. Madcraft says Super Bowl ring, locker room access, 
and 10 years of season tickets in a suite. Woo, mad craft. Bougie. <laughs> 10 years of tickets in a suite. I give him a lifetime. I think, I think the dude needs access to the owner's suite in the coldest possible games because you know that weather at Arrowhead sucks. <laughs> you know, if he wants it, come in and watch the game in a suite, sir. You're an American hero. Texter says that mom actually laughed at her son when he asked her to get him help. She admitted it. She is a piece and deserves to rot. Yeah, that's Ethan Crumbly, the Ethan Crumbly story. Thank you, Texter. Like I said, I just couldn't pull it out of the ether in that exact moment. But, yeah, thank you to Ethan uh, – excuse me, thank you to um, – Paul Contreras. Could you imagine how worse it could have been had he not reacted the way he reacted? Yeah, this dude could have it's got so away. Scary. This dude could have the, the the kid could have got away. I mean, I, I just heard a story uh from a friend, a friend of a friend this past weekend, who knows for a fact that somebody in his friend's family committed a heinous crime years ago, like in the 80s, and they never found him. Oh, wow. And knows for a fact that this dude shows up in the, in the small towns in the mountains of North Carolina in disguise. Doesn't go out unless he's in disguise. Like so, it's possible. It's po- like it's possible to to run away and skirt, uh, you know, the the law and hide from it. Texter asks the question that's been asked every day on the show. I assume you're a different person, or you're just not a fan of what I do. <laughs> he says, "Where is Mark Ryan?" Uh, Mark Ryan is out for the week. Today is his final day off. We are back together, Mark and myself, on Tuesday. Monday is President's Day. We do not have a show on President's Day. Uh, Texter says, definitely should give Contreras season tickets and a full day of the royal treatment. Yeah, make that dude an honorary member of, uh, member of Chief's Kingdom. Get that guy anything that he wants. There it is, the first segment. Done. This has, been, this has been an easy segment to talk about because you guys are awesome. You guys make this great. 844-326-3663 or text in 71307. Start your text with keyword fan. When we come back, did Tiger Woods commit a cardinal sin by removing this from his burger? Or are you totally on his side? That's next here on Offsides. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
and teeing up for the first time in 2024. Ladies and gentlemen, Tiger Woods. Dumbasses scream, get in the hole off the tee when he's hitting that. driver. I love that. Why? It's just, it's like a, so I fell in love with the game of golf because you know why of it, Tiger. You know why it's stupid? Why? Because you're hitting driver on a par four or a par five. The ball ain't going in the hole on a par four or a par five off the tee. Stop screaming dumb things like get in the hole off the tee on a par four or five. <laughs> Now, if you want to scream it on a par three, that's fine. Because you said it yourself. Somebody hit a hole-in-one today. Yeah, they, literally just before we came in the air, the golfer guy hit a hole-in-one. Golfer and caddy won a car, right? Yeah, him, the golfer Sweet. and the caddy won a, a Genesis. Sweet. Stop screaming dumbass things like getting the hole off the tee. What's wrong with you people? That's <laughs> not how the game works. I mean, unless you're playing like – unless Tiger's playing like a municipal course and he can drive the green – from the tee box. But come on, people. Come on. So Tiger Woods back on the course. He's out there for the first time in the Genesis Open. Trying to find out what his score is at this point. One over. One over. So, like, he's not playing bad. He's seven off the lead right now is what they say. There you go. Seven off the lead. Tiger Woods. Probably not going to win this thing. Like, his hip doesn't hold up. To a whole weekend's worth of golf? Well, you hear he had back spasms towards the end of the first round. See? Tiger Woods isn't what he once was. He's still the GOAT, though. But he is still the GOAT for right now until the Patrick Mahomes of golf comes along and knocks him off his perch. He's still the GOAT. But I didn't bring up Tiger Woods in the Genesis Invitational to talk talk golf. Texter says, Happy Gilmore did it. Happy Gilmore is a fictional character, Texter. <laughs> you can't see me. Maybe you've seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back, so you know what I'm doing when I make this phrase. We're talking about fictional characters here. Fictional characters. Happy Gilmore is not a real person. <laughs> but I didn't want to talk about the Genesis Invitational. What I want to talk about is a photo that is sweeping the Internet right now. TaylorMade Golf, who's in a deal with Tiger Woods right now, tweeted a photo of Tiger. This is a candid photo of Tiger at this week's Genesis Invitational, getting his box lunch, minding his business. But Tiger is doing something that some of you may consider a cardinal sin with his burger. He's removing the pickles from his In-N-Out Burger box. They tweeted that they had done their research and had found Tiger Woods' go-to In-N-Out Burger order. Now, I've never been to an In-N-Out Burger. I know they're out west. I've never been to one. They're pretty good. I want to go to one. But according to TaylorMade, this is Tiger Woods' In-N-Out Burger order. A double-double, which is a double cheeseburger with a slice of bread in the middle. It's like a McDonald's Big Mac. No spread. That, that would be their special sauce, which kind of looks like Thousand Island and mayonnaise mixed together. And no pickles. So Tiger Woods 
the goat of golf, says no pickles, no mayonnaise. How dare you, Tiger? (laughs) How dare you? So I wanted to ask you all the question. I wanted to ask all of you the question. 71307, start your text with keyword fan. Call us up, 844-FAN-PHONE. That's F-A-N-F-O-N-E, 326-3663. What condiment will you not eat on your burger, no matter what? You will not eat this condiment on your burger. Conversely, on the other side of that, what condiment has to be on your burger or you will not eat it? Like, I have a thing with cold condiments, cold additions to a burger. I don't want cold stuff on my burger. Like tomato? A burger is supposed to be hot. A burger is hot. It comes off the grill. Stop screwing that up with putting cold things on it. No lettuce, no tomato, no pickles. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Now, I don't mind pickles. I like pickles. But I don't want them on a hot sandwich. You're ruining the hot sandwich, the hot burger, with a cold pickle or a cold slice of tomato or a cold piece of lettuce. Cut it out with that crap. Give me the, give me the hot condiments. Give me the hot toppings. Right, so like steamed, uh, steamed onions or sautéed onions, steamed or sautéed mushrooms, melted cheese. That's where it's at with the burger. Am I crazy here? Am I crazy? I, I'm with Tiger on the no pickles on a burger. Totally with Tiger on that. It's not a flavor thing; it's a temperature thing. What is a condiment that you won't eat? On your burger, and what's a condiment that you won't eat a burger if it's not on it? We're, we're, we are you know, barreling headlong towards summer. That first summer barbecue is on its way. I got some specific rules about hot dogs as well. It's like if it's not charred, like if it's not blackened a little bit, oh my God. I'm not eating it. That sounds I'm exactly my father-in-law. He, would like, he called it the fire gods. The fire gods? Yeah, he said that the, that the hot dogs had to be... Um, given to the fire gods before you eat it, which means he wanted it, like, burned. Yeah, I don't want it, like, I don't want it to look like a Slim Jim because it's been on the grill <laughs> so long that it's shrunk down to a Slim Jim. I don't want it to look like the head shrinker from Beetlejuice sprinkled the, the stuff on it <laughs> to make it shrink and get smaller. I don't want that, but it's got to be blackened. If it's not, don't, don't do it. Like, and get out of here with boiled hot dogs. That's crap. That's crap. But give me a condiment that you won't eat. If it's on a burger, you're taking it off no matter what. And give me a condiment that if it's not on the burger, you won't eat it at all. Let's go to the text line, 71307. Texter says, ham and cheese, Ricky. I know that's a reference to something. Is that like a Ricky Fowler thing? Is it a movie thing? Help me out with that, Texter. I don't know that one. Texter says, no ketchup. No ketchup on his burger. Must have cheese and bacon. Hell yeah, Ted and Pelzer, me and you together with the high cholesterols. You know what? If I can't eat cheese, bacon, and mayo on a burger, life ain't worth living. Texter says, have to have mayo. Better be Duke's, Texter. Anything other than Duke's, don't bother. Like, I am a snob for Duke's mayo. Absolutely no ketchup. I'm okay with ketchup. I think it's not my favorite thing. Texter says, just get you the McDLT. Oh, my God. I remember that, the McBLT. That was, oh, that was disgusting. What is that? 
So McDonald's had this thing back in the day where they put, they made both a chicken and they made the hamburger, but it was a BLT style. So you had the lettuce, tomato, bacon. You can have the hamburger patty, but then they put their special sauce, and it was the nastiest sandwich I had ever had growing up. And, and my friend Jerry at the time, he loved it. I'm like, why would you eat that crap? It was so gross. Texer says, I order with pickles and then pick them off and eat them because pickles are great, but have no business being on a damn sandwich. Also, shredded lettuce sucks. Yeah, Texter, anybody who's out there operating a restaurant, stop putting shredded lettuce on That's stuff. not real lettuce. Put, put a whole piece of lettuce on there. We're saving you work. We're saving you work. Plus, like, more cuts, I think, gives it more places that it can, like, rot and go bad, right? Like, they're always brown around the edges. Texter says, cannot have a tomato on a burger. Never, ever. But I'll eat salsa and ketchup on a burger? Ew. Salsa and ketchup on a burger? Uh, It's weird. Uh, Texter says, yeah, it's weird, I guess. I will tell you this, Texter. There's a restaurant down the road, and I can't shout them out because I think it's, like, illegal. Like, literally illegal. Um, it's called Payola, Plugola. Can't plug their business. I mean, they're not sponsoring me or anything. But they make they make a quesadilla burger. It's like inside of a folded-up quesadilla. It's got, it's got, Mex- it's got like spicy cheese. It's got hot spices in it. Uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Hmm. Texter says, cheese, bacon, chili, mayo, mustard, which is basically Carolina style, right? That's Carolina style. That's if you go to like a Checkers. Oh my God. That was the, back in the day. It's the Carolina chili cheeseburger, right? Yeah, that's the Carolina chili cheeseburger. Texter says, haha, not on a burger. Just won't eat tomatoes, uh, but eat tomato products. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, if you don't want to eat ketchup because it's like extremely overprocessed, there's basically like no tomato left in it, that's fine. I got no problem with, with taking that stance. Like last week, Diddy and I. We had a race to eat uh, fruit by the foot, and I got smoked. <laughs> smoked in this competition. Like, it wasn't even close. I think Diddy inhaled that whole fruit by the foot in 23 seconds. Oh, my gosh. It's nuts. Like, you know, it's a fruit snack. Uh, fruit, fruit snack. <laughs> There's not a damn bit of fruit in that snack. Get out of here. There's not a damn bit of tomato and ketchup. You guys know this. But, yeah, that's Tiger Woods' order. Tiger Woods will not eat. Pickles on his burger, will not eat the special sauce, which is mayo in Thousand Islands. So Tiger Woods hates mayo. He hates pickles. I'm with him on the pickles. I'm not with you, Tiger, on the no spread because it sounds like you just love, like you hate joy. And like, <laughs> g- get out of here with the, um, sorry, I just got a text message from Nikki Haley. I got like five of those today. Are you guys going nuts with these? Like, yes, I can. Every tons. time they come from a different number, I block them every time. And like, it's like trying to play political text whack a mole. I hate it. Texter said, Have you ever tried a deep fried hot dog? It's great. Yes, Actually, I, I have, have. Texter. I've made it in my home deep fryer once. I used to be a lot chunkier than I am now. I've stopped using the deep fryer. I once saw a, a television show, one of those like diners, drive ins, and dives type tele- t- television shows where the restaurant made hot dogs deep fried and they called them screamers because when you put a hot dog in, in fry oil, it splits open and it whistles at you. So they called them screamers. And there was another one. I think it was on that very same episode. And I haven't tried this, but I would. They deep fry their hamburgers, and they have been using the exact same fry oil since the day they opened. Now, before you go, yeah, he, he gave me this like, ugh, face. 
They filter it. They filter. They have to add to it. Of course. But they ew. haven't drained and like started fresh with new fry oil since the day they opened. I don't know about that. That just kind of sounds. It sounds fantastic. Think about that. That is like forty years of joy, soaking into your burger or soaking into your hamburger. Patty. Now, see it for me though, because uh, since my heart attack, I don't eat red meat anymore. I just don't like it. I think it's. I think it smells gross. I think it tastes gross, and it looks even more atrocious than I've ever imagined. So, just adding that extra ew with not changing the oil to me, it just. It just makes it go, <laughs> makes my blood curdle. I'm like, ugh, it just sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, but you got to try it once. What if you find out that it's damn delicious? Nope. I can't do red try meat I can't do red Like anything with red meat in general, like Cassie will tell you, I struggle to eat her spaghetti. And my wife makes the best spaghetti I've ever had. So now she actually does a mixture of ground turkey and ground beef so that I can still get some of the iron that comes with the beef. But yeah, it's it's darn near impossible for me to uh, eat red meat anymore. Texter says no condiments are off limits, but I'll just say no mushrooms. Mushrooms are the worst thing on the planet. Gotta have mayo and cheese. That comes from honora- honorable. Sorry, Texter, it cut you off. I thought you were calling yourself Honorabi, and I was like, that's kind of that's kind of dope. Honorable mention to A1. It covers all the taste and ruins things. What A1 steak sauce? I'm gonna good. block you from the text line, Texter. <laughs> no to A1 sauce? The hell is wrong with you? Texter says, what's ketchup made of? Fill me in. Well, as a matter of fact, Texter, I just Googled this. Of course, it's uh, modern ketchup is tomato ketchup, but it's listed as a tomato condiment. It's kind of like American cheese. It's a cheese product. It's not really cheese, not legally at least. But ketchup, I, you guys are fascinated by this, I'm sure. Ketchup or catsup is a table condiment with a sweet and sour flavor. The unmodified term now typically refers to tomato ketchup, although early recipes for various different varieties of ketchup contained mushrooms, oysters, mussels, egg whites, grapes, or walnuts, among other ingredients. Mmm. We're in, a, we're in an era of this country where everyone loves nostalgia. Can we go back to mussels-based ketchup? Or oysters. Yum. <laughs> Oyster-based Yum. ketchup? That's yeah, gross. Yeah, oyster-based ketchup. That is, I mean, maybe if you're in Even New that England. just sounds like, who, I, I don't know. Nasty people. Nasty people. But I'm glad that everybody agrees. Everyone agrees hot dogs have to be just a little bit charred. They got to be charred. Not, not like blackened and burnt to a crisp, but they got to be a little bit charred. When we come back, Caitlin Clark had herself one hell of a game. Dear God, did she go off, and she got a nod from South Carolina's Dawn Staley. You're going to want to hear all of that. That's coming up next here on The Fan Upstate. Tiger Woods, by the way, at the moment, even tied for 48th in the Genesis Invitational. It's amazing that guy is like a mid-golfer at this point. But, like, he's still the star of the sport. Speaking of stars, good Lord, Caitlin Clark went off last night. She only needed, like, eight points to break the all-time women's Division I scoring record. She did a fair bit better than that. Here's the shot 
that broke the record. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? That was from the logo, by the way. In only ways that Caitlin can. It was a fantastic moment because the team ended up calling a timeout to recognize, you know, just the magic of the moment breaking that record. And again, I I told you, she she went way off beyond that. That was point number eight for her at the moment. First quarter of that game. Obviously, they knew she was going to break that record. She ended up scoring 49 points with 13 assists in that game. Absolutely unreal performance from Caitlin Clark of Iowa. Here she is scoring that 49th point. This is an NCAA tournament team there. You have a resume-boosting signature win against Ohio State earlier this season. A new career high. A new Iowa women's basketball record. Just setting records across the court. Career high. Iowa record for most points scored in a game and breaks the all-time scoring record in Division I women's basketball. And she's still got half a season, or not a half, a, a, a third of a season to go. She could, pay, she could beat Pistol Pete is what they were saying. She's going to smash scoring records. And I, the truth is, you know, real recognizes real. Here's the moment. In the post-game press conference after South Carolina beat Tennessee 66-55 last night, that Don Staley found out that Caitlin Clark had done it. Coming here on the list. Did Caitlin get the? Did Caitlin Clark? Yes, she did. I mean, she scored tonight. Uh, she got 23 in the first quarter. I don't know. God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no suspense, right? God, dog. 23 in the first quarter. 49 overall. Like... <laughs> How, how are you going to stop her? She's incredible. She's absolutely incredible. I mean, this is this is Don Staley, arguably, probably, the best coach in the sport right now, coach of the number one team in the country, sitting in a press conference in the house that Pat Summit built, showing respect to the new all-time scoring champ. And she led the press conference with that question. You know, they were opening it up, say, hey, do you have any questions for us? She goes, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did Caitlin get the record? 23 in the first half? God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina 66, Tennessee 55. Iowa won that game, by the way, 106 to 89 over Michigan. After the game, Caitlin Clark here was asked about the moment that they called the timeout to recognize what it was that she had just done. How did you absorb it in that moment? She calls timeout. How did you let this moment wash over you? I mean, just trying to enjoy every single second, um, you know, hugging my teammates, hugging my coaches, because I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for these fans, for my family over in the stands. Um, it takes a village to become, you know, something like this and build something like this, and Coach Bluter's been doing it for 20-plus years, and I'm just lucky to be a small part of it, and she lets me be Caitlin, and um, for that I'm forever grateful. A small part of it. 49 points is not a small part of it, Caitlin Clark. But, hey, I love the humility. And the crazy thing is she has a chance to put this record so far out of reach because she can come back for one more year. It's the extra COVID season. I wonder how that's going to work ultimately in the record books. How are they going to figure that out? Because, like, at this point, if somebody within the five years that they have available to them now 
with the COVID year. I, I believe those who are going to be graduating into super seniors, not sure what you want to call them, COVID year seniors next year should be the very last players who had an extra year of eligibility. But they're going to put these records so far out of reach that nobody will ever beat them because they'll have an extra year. So you got a prolific scorer like Caitlin Clark who's going to have an extra year over anyone else coming behind her in the sport. I wonder how that's going to work. You know, in the record books, are they going to put an asterisk next to their name and say that she had an extra season? Which, I mean, it kind of feels like it it diminishes some of that greatness. You know, Caitlin Clark's record, whatever it was, in five years with the extra year of eligibility. Not sure how that's going to work. Now, it would be smart for her to come back to Iowa because WNBA players, they don't make a ton of money, but she's going to make so much more in NIL just at Iowa. And, of course, they're going to be among the favorites to win it all. She's going to have another year in this system. Here she is talking about the fans who are chanting for her to come back for one more year. You know, honestly, just go every day by day. Uh, Be thankful for the people around me. Uh, Get off my phone and soak in every single second um, of playing in an Iowa jersey. Uh, I'm just lucky. I mean, honestly. I think this is for you. Enjoy it. Let it rain down upon you. (laughs) That's incredible to think that she can come back for another year. And again, like I said, put this this record so far out of reach, no one's ever going to touch it unless... They put an asterisk next to their name and say, this is the record when you had your normal amount of eligibility. This is the record when you had an extra year of COVID eligibility. But that doesn't change the fact that Caitlin Clark is insanely talented. And at whatever moment she chooses to leave Iowa, whether it's after this season, I mean, I could see if she wins a title this year saying, all right, that's that's it. I'm going to go ahead and go off to the NBA, which at, po- at which point she'll still own the record. And like I said, she's got, I'm just estimating here, 12 more games left or so at least in her career, if not more, that she can put this. If she's dropping 50 spots every night, which she's not. I mean, that's that's Iowa record, 49 points. But even if she's dropping a 30 spot every night, you know, she can put this record like 300 points out of reach for anybody, even if she just retires goes off, retires her college career, and goes off to the NBA after this. She's she's incredible. Texter here said, anchovies are used in many condiments. Gross, Texter. I need a full list of condiments that have anchovies in them so that Caesar I can. Caesar dressing is one of them. The hell? I mean, it's so loaded with preservatives, you can't even taste it. Texter says, I didn't, I, this isn't me, this was Brandon. Texter said, I heard you mention my dad about the fire god's hot dogs. He would eat two to three hot dogs that way. Said it was the best. He passed away two years ago. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, but did he pass away at the age of like 45 from eating too many fire gods dogs? Too bur- I, I can't do that. I can't do that burnt texture. Like your dad sounded like the kind of guy who was everybody's hot dogs are done. Leave it on. <laughs> Leave it on. Actually get it closer to the coals. Could you? Texter said, if we go back to Muscles Ketchup, then we have to put the Coke back in Coca-Cola. Fire off to the to the heavens there, Texter. I don't know that that's ever going to happen. 
Like we are just now introducing legislation in South Carolina that would allow extremely restrictive medical marijuana. So you want to put cocaine, cocaina, back in Coca-Cola? Get out of here. We give Coke <laughs> to kids, man. We give it to kids. What about them kids? Mad Craft says the D2 women's basketball players set the record for rebounds, 44 rebounds in a game. Yeah, what, do they crazy. just like get out of her way? Do they just get out of her way and let her have the ball? It's nuts, man. It's nuts what we're seeing across all sports. These records being set, records being broken. And you could say, a lot of people would say things like, well, there's no defense in sports anymore. Nobody's playing defense. It's easy to put up offensive numbers these days. No, it's not. Not those kind of numbers. Not those kind of numbers. When we come back, our great friend, Brent Beard is on the show. Even when Mark Ryan is not here, Brent Beard is here. As always, we love the guy. We'll talk about Sean Elliott's return to South Carolina, what maybe prompted that, plus a future where we have 16 college football playoff teams. They're already talking about it. We haven't even started the 12-team playoff, and we're already talking about 16 This is a reminder to take your ADHD medication. That's next. You're on Offsides with Diesel and Brandon on the Phantom State. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 